Okay, my dear friends, tonight, tonight I'd like to tell you a um, a chidush, being the fact that I was bothered. Amen. I was bothered before we came. I came here today. What was I bothered with? I didn't understand something. How is it possible that? I'll ask you a question. If you would have a company, a company, you started a startup company, and you had a hundred workers working for you, a hundred employees working for you, yeah, you have a, you do leasing, right? The guy has a leasing company, a hundred guys working under him, rocking, rocking, and all of a sudden, one of the guys, he starts, he he finds out the whole business, he knows what he's doing. He opens up a branch. He says, I know what I'm doing. And he's able to convince all 100 guys to come with him, paying them more, and starting up his own leasing company. How would this owner feel? Tell me. How, how would he feel? Well, I, I, I was just giving you guys an example. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> How would that person feel, Tell me. Horrible. Horrible. Do you think that he'll be able to go on so easily to build up the company again? And that, that's so easy. Huh? He's going to feel destroyed. He's going to feel depressed. Feel that, that's a normalcy. Correct? Yes or no? So now, so, yeah, a guy, guy says, you know, I know a guy, uh, unfortunate, it's unfortunate. He's separating from his wife. I know for sure the guy's as strong like an ox. You can't budge him. For anything. You can't bother him. Like, like, if you fight him, he'll fight until he's bloodshot. He doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? He's the type of guy where he's made out of steel. You know, nothing bothered him. I remember him, that he would have stomach pains. Ah, scream. Ah, I saw. I. And all of a sudden, the guy's plugging away. He wants to go do this, do that. I said, don't eat something. He's killing, but I'm still going to do what I got to do. In life, you got to do what you got to do, even though it's painful. And he's still going at it. Unfortunately, now he's separating. And for the first time in my life, I never saw this. The guy, first time in my life, he sends me a picture that he's just chilling in a private pool in a hotel. He rented a hotel, private pool. He's just chilling. I was like, bro, I'm like, you know, I know you. You're made out of steel. What happened? He says, you don't know what it is. He says, he's separating now. He says, he, he can't, it's just ridiculous. He has few kids says, when I separate from the wife, that means the wife is, the kids are with her. Forget about it. That's a few kids. Now take Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva had 24,000 students. Do you know what 24,000 students is? Go take the biggest shul in the world. Take the entire Lakewood. Put it with the biggest yeshiva in the Meishiv in Israel. Take the two biggest yeshivot in the world. In the world, I'm telling you. You get a little bit over here. Maybe 15,000. I'm talking about the biggest. The biggest in the world. The two biggest you should in the world. One has 8,000, one has 9,000. Still, you know, the 24,000. Imagine 24,000 students. How could a person, a human being, go on? After losing 24,000 students. And what do you do? 
he goes to get more students. I mean, if it was me or anybody else, I'm shutting down. This is not happening again. This is a skull of my life. No way. What does Rabbi Akiva do? I'm going strong. I'm going to hit it big. I'm going to get more students. From those students, you know what came out from those five students? The Shahs, the Rajmi, Zohar, everything from those five students. Now, I want, to, I want to understand and I want to try to explain with your permission and with your help, how could a human being uh, go ahead and get on his feet and go onwards? Now, I'd like to try to answer this with the power of minyan. You know 10 people minyan? The power is so strong where there's a Rashid that explains, did anybody ever hear of the Ketoret? Ketoret, you ever hear of the Ketoret? What's the Ketoret? Incense. But this spice is not just, uh, you know, spices uh, you put on uh, beef jerky. This is spices that you, 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 you go crazy from these spices. These spices are like, wow, magnificent. These spices go in the Beit HaMikdah, you know what I'm saying? We're bringing as a korban. Mizbech HaZahab, it was a whole lot of Mizbech to put on these spices. And amongst these spices, one of them is Chelbona. You know what that is? Chelbona is what? It's a bad, it's a bad smelling spice. And she explains, what is it trying to teach you? A, 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 a non-good smelling spice you put amongst the ketoret? Are you thinking properly? Is that what you do to the ketoret? You put a non-good smell in the ketoret, in the spices that you're putting on the Mizbeach, in the Beit HaMikdash? So Rashi answers, it's teaching us a great lesson. Sometimes in life, you might have a guy in Minyan. He's with you in the prayers. Ay, 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 what did you do last night, my friend? Ah, coming to Minyan over here. That's what it is, you know what I'm saying? I remember one time, I had a friend, he, he, I, I, saw, I saw one, one, one guy, he's going to the mic. I said, what are you going to the mic now? Which avenue did you do? He told me, all right, by accident, I ain't not coach. I was like, I was just kidding. I was, I, I was joking, you know I was like, I was making a joke. I, I, some people think, I'll go to Mikveh, I'm, I'm done, you know, I can do whatever. When it doesn't work like that. Mikveh, of course, it's nice, Mikveh, but uh, the guy does a, does a avion, he goes, I'll eat the shrimp, I'll go to Mikveh the next morning, come back up. It doesn't work like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People think, okay, I, I spoke last night, oh my goodness, I'll put my mouth in the Mikveh, come on, that's it, Tahon Kadosh. Now I can go pray. I'm all nice, but I do not. You have to know Hebre, you know what I'm saying? Mikveh. Ah, Mikveh. You have to understand, one of the Pshatim by Mikveh is that Kibyachol, that you're starting fresh. You can start a new fresh. You always start new fresh. You have to understand, I'm not going to You know how many times he started? And one day he says, you know how many times he would fall and come back up? A person has to understand in life, you, some people have, have, they fall. Some people fall. But they gotta, the, the main thing is you've got to pick yourself up and, and, and win, like they say. You can lose the battles, but you got to win the war. You ever hear that? Meaning, you can't even lose the battles. It's just saying, if you lost the battle, at least win the war. 
Fight it. Go strong. Fight it. In any case, what's the Chalbanah teaching us? It's teaching us that when a person is amongst a minyan, even though this guy is a not the most pleasant guy, you know this guy speaks lashonara. You know this guy is a is is a you know maybe he might uh, do this, do that, eat this, eat that, eat not what he's supposed to eat. But at the end of the day, we could still include him in the minyan. There's one exception to the rule, of course. Mahalal Shabbat, a guy is Mahalal Shabbat, that's because he's uprooting himself as, you know, whatever. That's, I'm not going into that topic. But in general, a rasha, a guy who's a rasha, a guy who's a bad, bad guy, at the end of the day, if he comes to the minyan, he's not the biggest tzaddik. Imagine you have nine tzaddikim. Of Kaduri's that's how they're all praying, Kabbalah, Rashash. And now you're walking by the biggest Mikubalim. But they only have nine people. And you're walking by and they can't find nobody else. You when you smoke kippah, you like have, have like this. Yeah. You, Jew, yeah. Come here, come here. And you see you walk in, you see nine rabbis with long beards from here to here, all white, white beards. And you, you don't have nothing. You don't even have a, you don't have a hair growing down like a beard, you know. And you're sitting there. What am I doing? It. And you hear them praying with, you're like, oh, what's going on? You're included in that minyan. You're included in that minyan. You're not on that level, but you're included in the minyan. The biggest gedolim, the biggest rabbis. You're included in the minyan. Now I ask you all a question. That's what it's teaching us. No matter what level you're in, you're part of the minyan. I ask you all a question. Answer me A, answer me B. A is, how does minyan work? Does minyan work that each individual comes together and the status, meaning to say, are you considered, now you have 10, now you have a minyan, but you are 10 singular men? Like, or do we say that what? That the way minyan works is that you're a whole new being. You understand what I just said or no? Again. Again, I'm going to ask you like this. Define minyan to me. Ten people. They come in. If you have nine people, you're not going to be able to say, and this and that. But if you have ten people, you could. Now, how do we look at that ten people? Do we look at it as one unit? They're all one now. You need ten to make one unit? Or no? It's still ten. But the status of the power of, of individual ten people, it uplifts. You get what I'm saying? Is it one? I'll give you, I'll give you an example by halakha. You ready, halakha? They have a question in halakha about bitul berov. You ever hear bitul berov? Nullifying. Let's say, for example, you have a steak. You have like five steaks, let's say. You have one non-kosher steak, and you have another four other steaks, right, kosher. So now, one is in the mix, in the shuffle. You don't know which one is which. Oh my goodness, is it kosher or not kosher? Is it kosher or not kosher? That's one case. That's called yavesh beyavesh, dry on dry. Then you have lach belach. What's lach belach? Lach belach is, let's say if a person has a pot of, of uh, a milk. He's a boiling milk. And some of his gravy mixed in, his meat gravy on his uh, steak mixed in with the milk. 
So that's lach balach. That's uh, liquid by liquid. It, it gets all nullified. There's halachot, different halachot like that. But in that situation, I ask you, the first cake with the steak, was it all one identity or was it separate? It looks like it was separate, then it would give you the hetet. But in the case of the milk and the gravy, you can't see. It's a whole new identity. You get what I'm trying to say or no? So now let's take it back to Minyan. Is Minyan, when you pray in a Minyan, is it now you're in a different zone? Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not Yosef Palachi anymore. I'm Minyan. I'm a Tzibur. Or is it, no, you're Yosef Palachi, but now you have a turbo boost because you're with 10 people. So now you have a turbo on your, on, on your back. My, 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 my thing. It's a big difference, right? You look at it. That's a one no. This question is not my question. This question is the rugged Jehovah's question. He asked this question. And let me give you the answer. You ready? You ready? Like this. There's a halacha that says, if three people are eating bread, did you ever hear of something called zimun? Mezumin? Three people you do zimun. Nevarech, shachalam, shelot, this, now, I ask you, if you have 10 people, oh, so now what happens? It uplifts, you change it up. Now, if you have 100 people, what is it? A thousand people. Everyone goes to a higher level. This is again what I'm telling you. This is who she does this. Rabbi Yossi Agelili. Rabbi Yossi Agelili. What's the significance from 3 to 10? Oh, okay. That's a different, that's a different shiur. But hey, he's saying it's different, different uh, category. The Beishkina, the, Sharia, it's a different type of. You have to understand. When the Shekhinah is. What's on? No. However, there is Rabbi Akiva. That was all Rabbi Yossi Agelili. You know what Rabbi Akiva says? Rabbi Akiva says that it doesn't make a difference. A hundred, a thousand, ten people, three people, it doesn't make a difference. He said, There's no higher levels than that. Now, can anybody over here try to explain to me what is their argument about? Should I tell you? Should I tell you? Anybody figured it out yet? I'll tell you. According to what? So Rabbi Yossi Agli, he says you change it. Three, you change it. Ten, you change it. A hundred, you change it. A thousand, each one you have to change. Why? Because the way he looks at the people, the way he's doing it is, it's not one unit. The way it goes, it's, it's a big, you're a turbocharge. You have three, now you're turbocharged. Oh, wow, you have ten people, now you're super turbocharged. The Shekinah is even stronger. Now you do Hashem, Hashem, Elokeinu. Oh, you have a thousand, you have more turbocharged. Now you have the ability to go and... Understand what's going on? According to Rabbi Akiva, he's learning everything is one unit. Therefore, Baruch Hashem, stop playing the games. Three, ten, a hundred, a thousand, a this, a that. Do me a favor. Three people, Jews are sitting down, we're all one tach. That's it. I'll see you later. You hear what I'm telling you here tonight? Now, but we understand that, we can understand that the same mahlokit applies by Minyan. According to Biyagimah, he's saying, no, you want unit. And that's what I want to bring out tonight. 
I want to bring out this point. That what was Rabbi Akiva? How did Rabbi Akiva get out of the fact that he lost 24,000 students and he was able to get back up? You know how? I'll tell you how. Because when Rabbi Akiva was looking at those 24,000 students, he looked at them, Akhdut, as one. And therefore he understood. I lost one unit. That's one unit. Let me build another unit. You hear what I'm telling you tonight? You hear what I'm saying? And that was Rabbi Akiva's logic. Rabotai, when you see a neshama, when you see a soul out there, you don't know how far this guy could go. I want to tell you something about Abba Chikuri. Okay? I want to tell you something about Abba Chikuri. You don't understand. We had a boy over here. First time. I'll never forget. It was a Wednesday night class, same shiur. I was on Coney Island. I was giving a class by Coney Island to AVT. And I'll never forget, we got a whole class going. Abba Chikuri arranged it. I remember. I said, Rabbi, you got to come. Give it all you got. Ah, let's make it happen. And there was a boy over there. He was with shorts, Jordan sneakers. You know, he thinks he knows how to play ball. I'll take him down any day on the court, you know. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, you know. He's a little taller than me, but I still take him down. Anyway, he's going like this. He comes over to me at the end of Shi'ur. Have my beautiful Shi'ur, but I got to tell you something. He said, what do you got to tell me? And it was like 40 guys. He says... You see that guy, the blonde guy over there with the blonde hair and this and that, the gel there, hair, you know? See that guy? Said, well, yeah, what about him? Said, see him now? Because rest assured, he will never be coming back to this place again. I said, what? You know, when somebody challenges you and dares you, you want to take the dare, you know? I dare to eat that. Nobody dares me, I'll eat it! <laughs> ah, you know what I'm talking about, huh? <laughs> Yeah, you dare me? You daring me? Whoa, 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 I can do anything. Whoa, you daring me? I'll show you. I'm just to prove it to you. I'll show you. Uh, I can do it. So I felt a little bit like, you know, hit the, hit the ego a little bit. What? That's it. There goes the challenge. That's it. I go over to him. I say, Tzadik. He's looking at me. Who are you calling Tzadik? I'm not Tzadik. I said, Tzadik. I bring him by the shoulder. <laughs> you know, Tzadik. I said, um, um, let me ask you something. So what? Are you going to be here next week? You going to come to Shur next week? So of course, of course. So really, really, yeah, yeah. Word, you know, I give him the handshake. Word, yo, yeah, yeah. Word. I guess this is what you got to do, you know. Anyway, we do the whole thing, and um, and the next week comes Wednesday night. I'm pumped. I'm this. I'm that. And I look around, and guess what? He's not there. Everybody was there except that boy. And I turned to that guy, and he looked at me, and I gave him a look. That guy who was saying, you're not going to get him back? He's like, and I saw it in his eyes, like, you know, I told you so. Ah, this guy said, no, no, no. Yeah, you didn't tell me so. Yeah, exactly. Give me, take down his number. I called him up. I said, we're not starting until you get it. There's 40 wow. guys. We're not starting until you get it. And I'm, I, I'm telling you right now, we're not starting until you get it. And he tells me, Rabbi, you don't understand. I said, what? He says, I'm already in Long Island. Even if I would go back and I'll be traffic now, I'll be there too. Rabbi, do me a favor. This time, I promise, I swear, I did this word. I was like, listen, 
Next week, he said, next week. I said, but last week you also gave me word. It didn't mean nothing. How am I supposed to trust you? So Rabbi, this time you got me 100%. Just started this time. Guess what happened? Next week, next week he showed up. And when he showed up, he showed up consistent. And another time, and another time, and another time. And then one day, and then one day, huh? Uh, he was, okay, let me tell you, let me tell you. And then one day, all of a sudden, he invites me, he invites me to uh, Chanukat Bayit that his mother's making. I say, listen, he's like, he t- calls me on the phone, this is, how he, this is how he got me really. He said, Rabbi, you are my rabbi. I need you here to be here. This is what it is. Once he said those words, Rabbi, it was East 17, he was living over there, we went. And one of the guys says, do you know who this guy was? Do you know who he is? He was literally a, a, a person. To, he was trying to be the top number one DJ in clubs. He was getting on his way. He used to hang out with mafia guys. But real mafia, he used to tell me stories, you know, with guns and the whole nine yards. He thought he got killed by, I thought he was going to get killed by uh, three th- Puerto Ricans, by 33-year-olds, you know. I'm not kidding you. And look at that now. You know what he is? He's in Kolel in Israel. He married your sister. Exactly. You, know right. you hear what's going on over here? But the guy's Sadiq, the guy. The guy got, he's married in Israel, learning in Kolel. Now imagine when we see Neshama. He just, just had a baby boy. Wow. He's in Kolel. He's blocked the whole line. They have to forget it. 24 seconds. He sleeps with a black guy, no? <laughs> but you, you hear what I'm telling you, Eddie? You never know which neshama you're going to hit. You never know. You know, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You know what I'm talking about? Every neshama is like a box of chocolates. You never know. That one, wow, that's the one with the fudge inside. I got it. But it's more than that. Because every single neshama, it's not like a box of chocolates. Because every single neshama has tremendous growth. You know, you know what it says in the Torah? It says, Na'ase Adam. You know what the Mepharshim say on that pasuk? Na'ase Adam. You tell me, Na'ase Adam. You guys know Hebrew, you know? You're Israeli. Come on, what? what? Na'ase Adam. We will make Adam. Does that make sense? Hashem will make Adam. What do you mean? I'll make Adam. We'll make Adam. I'll make Adam. Hashem makes Adam. What does it mean? We will make Adam. Na'ase Adam. You know what it says? You know what the Hashem explained? That in the human being, he has the traits. At that moment, all the animals threw in their traits towards the Adam. And that's why if you look, what do we say every morning? What do we say every single morning? You be courageous like a leopard. Courageous like a leopard? Why are you calling me a leopard? I don't understand what that means. Oh, you call me a leopard? And then it, and it compares yourself, what? Wake up like a lion in the morning, ready to go serve Hashem. I'm a lion? How am I a lion? The answer is, you have it in you. You have it in you. So much character traits that you have in your whole being. Do you understand that? Do you know how, you know how much strength every human being we have? 
You do you understand what that means? What does it say? Kalkaneshet. Be swift like an eagle. Be swift like an eagle. You see things that are not going down properly. You're in a situation where this is dangerous. I'm talking about Averot. I'm talking about this is not for me. Be swift. Be able to get out of that quickly. Why you compare? It says the the people are like fish. What do you mean fish? What's going on over here? Every animal you compare me to? Yes. Because every animal was thrown in you. You know what the Gemaran says about fish? It says the people are like fish. What do you mean? If they have Torah and the mitzvot, then what? They're like fish in the sea. If they don't, they're like fish out of water. And they're considered dead. Now I ask you, what does that mean? If you, have the, you can look it up, by the way. Look it up. It's on the page. So he says, in the Messiah of the Lord, it says that. It says, Kedge Hayam. He says, we're like fish in the water. You have Torah and mitzvot, you're in the water like fish. And that's why Rabbi Akiva, you know what happened at the end of his life? You know what happened at the end of his life? They, had to, they, they took an iron and they were s- scraping down his skin. You know, what, you know how painful that is? Us, we go one shot in the doctor. Oh, it's going to hurt. Make sure you put this. Make sure you put that. You know, the nurse comes. It's only, it's only a needle. Relax. <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm saying? He was getting scraped by his body the day of a death. You know what he said the last day of his death? People were screaming at him. The, the students that he had over there were saying, Tate, Rabbi, what are you feeling? What, what's going on? I... He says, what are you kidding me? My whole life I was waiting for this. You hear the level of reactiva? He says, what do you mean? Why are you waiting for this your whole life? He says, because it says, it says every day in Shema, Ve'ahavta et Adonai Elohecha Bechol levavecha Ochol What's Even if God, you want to take a person's life away, I'm ready. I'm ready. The Hazonish. You know the Hazonish? He was fighting. You know what he was fighting about? Not to put ladies in the army, in the Israeli army. You know that? Hazonish, there was a certain time where he said, we can't put ladies in the army. No ladies in the army. He says, because we know. Well, what do you think they're going to do? Well, ladies in the army, it doesn't make sense. What are they going to do? They're going to fight the out. What are they going to do? Put it on the computer? So get another guy can put it on the computer. I understand. You're putting a lady in the army and he fought tooth and nail. And one time, one of the generals came into his house, the Chazonish's house. And he said, you better stop protesting against us or else I'll take my gun right now. He takes his gun out. Take my gun out and I'll kill you. Chazonish, you know what he did? No problem. What? He couldn't believe it. He was, the, the guy, paralyzed. He couldn't do anything anymore. So he just said, just answer me. How is it that you have so much strength? He says, because you know what you have in your gun? You have a bullet. You know why people are scared? Because there's a bullet. I'm not scared of the bullet. I know what I'm doing is right. You know what's going on over here? He fought tooth and nail for it. Tooth and nail. Rabbi Yikiba understood what's life all about. God, this is what you want. You know why? He was learning Torah in a time when you weren't supposed to learn. He says, what? How can you, how can you make me not learn Torah? Torah is like a fish in water. If you have water, could you breathe? Could the fish breathe in water? Yes. Out of water, he's not breathing. 
But I have, a, I have a follow up on that. If you take a fish the first time, you take a kid, he's six years old, you take him fishing, you finally catch a fish, you grab a net, you chuck it on the boat, and you say, Hey, son, we have filet tonight. Look, I caught a nice uh, salmon, sea bass. <laughs> And all of a sudden, the, the son screams out, Daddy, Daddy, it's still alive. He says, what do you mean it's still alive? Look at that fish. It's moving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's still alive. Ay, 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 ay. He says, my dear son, it's just grasping for breath because it's missing, it's missing air. It's missing the water. So he's grasping of breath because he's missing water. He's really going to die very soon. He's really dead. Same thing with a guy. You have a guy, he's out of Torah Mitzvot, doesn't keep nothing, doesn't keep Torah Mitzvot. What is he doing? Popping bottles, screaming, check it out! Starts breakdancing, going crazy, the lights. Pips up his whole car top to bottom, make sure he blasts the music. You know Why? Because he's like that fish. He doesn't have the water of the Torah. He's grasping for air. He doesn't know what to do with his life. So therefore he starts going wacky like a fish. Da, 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 da. You hear what's going on? You hear what's going on? I will tell you, we got to be strong. We got to remember the lesson that Abikiva is teaching us. We got to remember the lesson that Abikiva is teaching us that every person in life has so much potential, and you cannot give up. You cannot give up on anybody. And you say to yourself, what's one, what's one text? I should text him to come to Shior. Oh, he always annoys me. Oh, you know, ah, you're not annoying nobody. He's going to be regretting it. How come he didn't text me? How come he didn't call me for Shior? How come he didn't pick me up to come? You know, there was a guy, I'm not going to mention his name, also from the shul, also from the shul. So, one of the boys kept on telling him, he used to see him in the gym, he says, listen, come, come to class, come to class, come to class, come to class. The guy doesn't come in. Finally, one night, he tells the guy at the gym, I'll come to class on one condition. You don't ask me to come to class no more. That was his condition. He says, no problem, just come to class. I don't care, come to class one time, you're going to love it. He comes in, he thought he's gonna see like a big, you know, he is rabbi. He never heard of rabbi. Rabbi, rabbi he pictured uh, uh, me with a long beard, rabbi, and this, and like the whole uh, nine yards. Uh. So all of a sudden, he's sitting, he's about to sit. I say, Hey, you, sit next to me. Wow, he felt so good. He's sitting, I'm sitting next to the rabbi now. You know, cool, I'll sit. And I remember that night we spoke about Haknasat Orchim. Haknasat Orchim, inviting guests. Over. Hospitality. After Shior, the guy comes over to me, says, Rabbi, you're talking about hospitality? I want to invite you to my house for a drink. I say, you know, it's late, there's that. I say, Rabbi, please. I got to do the mitzvah, nasat ochim, I'm bringing you to my house, come, I live right here, there's that. I say, okay, no problem. He takes me in, going over there, and uh, he has a... Uh, I see, I see something in his basement. So what is that? And I open up the door. I was like, what is this? You know? He's like, Dear Rabbi, this is my studio. I make my music here. He was a DJ in, a, in, a, in like 
he was getting, he was getting worn out. He says, this is my studio, I make music. He physically makes the beats. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> 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 he makes the beats. And, uh, and I tell him, what's the deal? When's your next uh, gig? What did he tell me? The next gig is Friday night. I said, Friday night? Friday night? Rabbi, what should I do? I just came for, I just invited you for a drink, not for like, you know, a whole discussion, you know? <laughs> In and out, chick chuck, you know? This is done. I said, what are you doing? He said, Rabbi, make money off the gig of this. I take it out of my pocket. A lot of money. I put it in his hand. I tell him, take that, and you don't have to go to the gig. He looks at me. He says, no, Rabbi, I won't take it. I won't take it. He says, if you don't take it, don't. I talk, if you don't take it, don't talk to me. You better take that. And he says, one second. He opens up the money, and he starts counting. He hits his head like this. Oh, my! I said, well, it's only money. You need more? I'll give you. Relax. <laughs> he said, oh. I said, no, you're not understanding, Rabbi. You're not understanding. I said, what? What? He says to me, this money that you pulled out of your thing was the same exact money to the dollar I was going to make on that Friday night. Wow. He called up his agent, and he... Canceled that night. Friday night he was canceled. That's it. And guess what? Little by little, he kept Shomer Shabbat. Little by little, Shomer Shabbat. He had a gig. He had a gig by Sukkot on night, on holiday night. He's opening up the Afrojah. I don't know. Some, I, mean, I don't know these, these names. I don't know. Anyway, he's opening up. And he told, he said, he rejected. He said, I can't do it. His father said, are you nuts? Yeah, you did this all these years. You're finally getting it open and go take it. Keep Shabbat now. And when was this? How did this all come about? From one guy seeing him in the gym, tapping on the shoulder, being a nudge a little bit, and saying, come, come to class, come to class, come to class. He came one time. Now he's married with a few kids, living in the community, having the happiest life ever that he ever had. He has Torah in his life. He had, hear what's going on, Abotai? We have to... <laughs> we have to know one lesson, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva didn't give up because the way he saw people was a unit to build. He saw each one individual was turbocharged. He saw each individual, this guy can go far in life. And that's what we have to believe. We have to believe in ourselves. People, they don't believe in themselves. And that's why they don't get so far in life. Oh, what are you? Oh, I'm lazy. Why are you lazy? Oh, because they said I have ADD when I was in high school. So I'm, I'm, I'm ADD. I, I can't focus on the book anymore. Because they called me in high school ADD. I want to tell you something. ADD means that he was lazy. His brain, ADD means lazy. That's what it means. ADD, lazy. That's exactly what it means. You fight it out. You break it. When the guy's playing an arcade game, NBA game, he's, he knows that arcade game. All of a sudden, I thought this same guy in school, he has ADD. All of a sudden, take him on a, on, a, on, a, on a game, on this. He knows how to play the arcade. Pac-Man, he's playing Pac-Man like a champ. Boom, 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 boom. Hello, hello, I want to wait, I want to do the night. He doesn't know anything, he doesn't even hear you. I thought he was ADD. Because that's the books. Not the, no, but if you focus hard, you can accomplish anything you want. With Hashem's help, of course. With Hashem's help, and working hard. I can do this, but who will help you? You pray, you work hard, 
And this is the lesson, the great lesson one. Don't forget our kuchot that we have in ourselves. Don't forget the potentials that people have in themselves. And don't give up on anybody in life. Don't give up. Some, some people are married. And they say, Rabbi, I give up my wife. I'm religious. She's not religious. I can't take it anymore, Rabbi. What's going on? I shall never become religious. It's not true. Because you don't believe in it. Believe in her. Believe she can be religious. Compliment her. Wow, I see you changing. She starts wearing a skirt. Wow. Wow, what's going on? Here's the credit card. Buy whatever you want. Make sure it's new. You start believing in her. Make sure it's new. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she starts growing. And then, wow. I can't believe this is my wife. One guy was telling me, Rabbi, you don't understand. You started making, we started making ladies' classes. My wife gives ladies' classes every Tuesday night. She started giving ladies' classes. All of a sudden, one guy in the minyan, he was telling me himself, Rabbi, I'm not going to get my wife religious. This ladies' class opened up, and now she's becoming more religious than him. He doesn't, even, he doesn't know what to do now. No joke. No joke. No joke. This is what we have to know. This is what we have to understand. Let's believe in ourselves. Let's believe in others. And let's bring people. Bezal Hashem. Bezal Hashem. Bezal Hashem. Bezal Hashem.